wish I had some big old hunkers. I wish you did too. I should get boob job. Yeah. Big old chunkers. They'd be pretty popular. Big old chungus. I like how Facebook notifies every time we go live. That's nice. Thanks, Facebook. Check the sound once again. I wish I had some big old hunkers. Yeah. Big old ch Perfect. <laughs> you guys get here twice. Big old chungus. Big fucking honkers from a boy. Do you know how like popular he'd be? He'd be a twink with some tits? Good. <laughs> Titty twink. Be pretty cool. You just go by that. <laughs> Hashtag titty twink. I think I'm gonna do so you, before you guys or before we started streaming. I was watching this dude react to songs, African American fella reacting to famous rock songs, and I think I'm gonna start doing it. But pretend like I've never heard songs before. Like oh, this shit's fucking dope. Can you believe it? <laughs> I don't know what I would start with. Fucking Gabriel Iglesias ping pong song. It's the first song dude. I react to. Yeah, I listen to it at the start. Like, is this a ping pong? Do you know? Shit. Do you know what it Fuck, feels I, like? I do fucking know. Do you know what it feels like? That would be the best, actually. Because <laughs> they're going to look at you and be like, this motherfucker's never listened to Gabriel. Um, whatever his fuck his name is. Iglesias. Iglesias. And then you're like... <laughs> it's weird not seeing myself just looking at a fucking chat screen now. Yeah, and it says array of the chat is waiting yeah. for new messages. Yeah, guys, we started streaming on everything, so we used to be able to watch ourselves, you know? What's up, Eagles? Yo, what up, my boy? So we used to be able to see all the just, we were only on Twitch live streaming before, and so we'd only see Twitch and then ourselves, but yeah. now I don't know what I look like. Then we said, fuck that. And now we're doing everything. Yeah. Mixer next week. Yeah. Too. We'll we'll add more and more. It also says we could pay on restream to add like more accounts per um per God, I can't think today. Like you could have multiple accounts on mul on the same service. Oh shit. So we could do like three or four Facebook accounts and shit. That's pretty cool. And then we're everywhere. <laughs> Just stream on mine, yours. Fuck New York Yankees. Hey, bro. Fuck. Should have shot A-Rod. Hello, <laughs> oh, B-Bert. Good evening. Good evening. We're gonna Callum get... Steele, 2019. We're going to get into some real spooky shit this evening. We're... Some real... Oh, yeah, I have that... Uh... Speaking of your black-eyed kids, I can read that one, too. The No Sleep. Oh, yeah. I haven't read it yet, so... Can you? Can I recommend you guys a movie? Absolutely. What movie would you yeah, like us what? to watch? And that sucks, Go Eagles. Was that the paranormal picture? Do you know Go Eagles says, I never found the pic of my family in front of that church. Do you know what uh, is on Amazon Prime? I think it's Amazon Prime. Hmm. Chud. Chud? Yeah. Cannibalistic humanoid, under, humanoid underground dweller. I don't think I've ever seen Chud. Oh. I feel like I shitty. probably should watch Chud. Just because of Clerks too. You hideous fucking Chud. They are oh hideous. God, you're right. yeah. That's what he says. And so I had to watch Chud after that cause get the reference. Did you see that Clerks 3 is confirmed? Yeah, I think they're working on it right now. Could be great. Be fucking hilarious. Yeah, didn't they just release the... Oh, no, it's Jane and Silent yeah, Bob Jane one. Bob. Yeah. yeah, you guys like those movies? Jane and Silent Bob, Clerks? They're oh, good. The first Clerks isn't really no, that good. No, but it's kind of what set off 
Kevin Smith's career. Yeah, and I definitely... made it in a fucking gas station. I, I respect it. Yeah. It's a respectable movie. For like a... Aaron, what up, dude? What up, Aaron? How are you? It's been a minute. I saw your basement flooded. That's shitty. Yeah, that was shitty. But how you doing, Aaron? You know what else is on Amazon? Your merch. Hey, sick plug, Bieber. Sick plug. Hey. I've seen Outlaw King. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, yeah. They say it's the more uh, historical accurate version of Braveheart, right? Yeah, it's like after Braveheart. Yeah. And for you guys wondering, the chats we're seeing are on other streaming services. That's why we're talking to other people too. Yeah, dude. Are you doing your Halloween party, A.A. Ron? I'll definitely come to the Halloween party. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. Or we can go out to the bars or something. Fucking way down to chill. It's been so long since I've seen you, Aaron, that I haven't seen skinny Aaron. Handsome boy. Yeah, fucking handsome, healthy boy. Shred the guitar and voice of a fucking angel. I know, it's a good thing you're married. Still a puss from the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, none left for the planet. Yeah, no, I definitely liked Outlaw King. I think it was one of those movies that came out on Netflix that sort of flew under a lot of people's radars. And it's still there, still free. Chris can do better Scottish action than Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was just there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he really attempted much of a... He just hates Jewish people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. Never forget. <laughs> Classic. Nothing yeah. quite like watching the Lord and Savior get brutalized for my viewing entertainment. <laughs> Never seen a better comedy in my life. Wasn't William Wallace cut into little bits in the beginning Outlaw King? Pretty sure his arm yeah. and shit was over here. Yeah, I think We're so. We're doing great, though. I'm kind of sick, which sucks, but... Other than that, we're alright. Eagle <laughs> says Mel Gibson and Signs was a great comedy. Yeah, it was. So was Joaquin Phoenix. That's the best scene in any movie. Swing away. Joaquin Phoenix is in that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't he? I don't know. Isn't he the, the fucking Mel Gibson's roommate? I don't know how they're related. He's his brother. Man, all I can think of is fucking Dirt Nasty. <laughs> is he? Pretty sure it's Joaquin. Signs. If it's not, then I'm fucking. Cast is that what it's called? Oh, it is walking. Yeah, the boy. Damn, they don't even put Mel Gibson on the front. Wallace was hung, drawn and quartered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lord and Saber, you mean Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> just remember, don't drug your friends, people. That's a big one. Unless you're just a really good friend. Yeah. Unless it's me. Yeah. <laughs> can't control if I didn't do it myself. So here, did you uh, taste those little papers on your beer? I just wonder what all this was. <laughs> it's about to get real weird. Oh, shit. Yeah, guys, so spooky season is upon us. Yeah, we're going to talk about a couple things, but I have like a 20, 30 minute long, eh, maybe not that long, little essay that I wrote about black-eyed kids. I went to a haunted house last weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Which one? A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes? Yeah. It's fucking going to a place. A lot of men without clothes on. Oh, yeah. There. It was a real haunted house for you. It was real spooky. <laughs> I like to think you're really popular there. It's, I wasn't at first. And then that shirt came off. And it was fucking killing it. Right. 
don't know. <laughs> I just, man, sometimes I just wish I was there just for very short moments just to see Forrest just in the middle of this men bar who like other men and he just fucking shirt off. I regretted it so fast. Aww. I was like, oh man, this is like, it's kind of like a, a virtual reality, but I got to see what it's like to be a woman at any other bar. Oh, I bet. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Very predatory men are. Oh, you want to know, speaking of predatory men, for those of you who don't know, I'm a World of Warcraft nerd. I was going to say predatory Yeah, man. I'm a... <laughs> I'm a predator for men, so I always come for forest. No pun intended. Shit. No, Flip I play that, uh, World of Warcraft, if you couldn't tell by my sweaty physique. I uh, have this character named EDM Slut, oh. and like, I just thought it was funny. And I get harassed by I... what I expect are men in yeah. the game anytime I play that person. Damn. Anytime I play that person. Damn. I had this person message me today asking me, like, are you really a slut? Like, what's your Facebook? Like, what's your Snap? Like, all this shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. Is this what it's like to just fucking live a day as a woman? Yeah. Fuck. Pretty much. Fuck that. Did you start getting dick pics? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to start giving my Snap out. This is going to be filled with dick pics. That's my nightmare. Oh, shit. Good thing nightmares are just dreams. <laughs> yeah, um, we're gonna talk about some black-eyed kids, and I, I'm gonna give the information that I researched to Forrest, and I'm curious where he stands on. I think I already know where you kind of stand on black-eyed kids in general. Yeah, they're my my dream children asking to come in my house. <laughs> come on in, boys. Bring it in. You need some help. And then uh, I also have some opinions on what I, I I don't know. Well, we'll get to that. But you also have some Halloween. Well, oh, yeah, we're some gonna horror just, legends. Yeah, I figured since it's October, our first October stream, we'll talk about just classic, uh, fucking Halloween shit. Wolverine, not Wolf, Jesus, werewolves. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about him. No werewolves, vampires. That kind of shit. No, that's three scratches. That's Wolverine. It's <laughs> my favorite scene in any movie in my life. <laughs> oh, fuck. What does the guy say in Transformers? He quotes like something because there's like the scratches. He's like, no, nah, man, those three scratches. That's <laughs> yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Dark Mass Effect. Great name. Oh, wait. I didn't say that right. Darker. Dark effect hey i like your name i was on a flight the other day when the air hostess came up to me and said excuse me sir would you like to have dinner i said what are the options she said yes and no oof yep that's that's how it goes man i would have just looked at her bring me the chicken bitch <laughs> we have the meats <laughs> would you like to start out with your uh your topic do you want me to go first yeah okay then i'll close out with the black eyed boys Okay, boys and girls, I didn't really fucking... I decided to do this last minute when I got here, so I didn't really look anything up about them, but I was trying to do a quick Google of some history. So we'll start out with vampires. Fucking vamp. Good old vamps. How uh, much to drink Clamato juice live? Clamato juice? Yeah. 
the fuck is Clamato? Is that just like oh, that's the vamp tomato juice? So. Yeah, I'll drink that shit. They have that shitty Clamato beer, and I accidentally bought it one time. Garbage. Ugh. So gross. Yeah, but dude, you're just a vamp at heart, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, from this is from HistoryChannel.com. Very trustable source. <laughs> yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, but, uh, so pretty much, it just like was Vampire. Talks about that shit. And then, obviously, Vlad the Impaler is where most accounts start. You know, vampires. Even though he wasn't really a vampire. But so, anyways, I'll read what it says about Vlad the Impaler real quick. So, it's, this is from History Channel, by the way. Fucking citations and shit. It's thought Bram Stoker named Count Dracula after Vlad Dracula, also known as Vlad the Impaler. Vlad Dracula was born in Transylvania. Transylvania. Oh, wait, I'm Transylvania. There you go. One. Oh, oh, two. There you guys go. Two boys. Um, he's born in Transylvania. <laughs> born in Transylvania. He ruled um, Romania off and on from 1456 to 1462. He's got a couple years of ruling. Some historians describe him as just yet brutal, brutally cruel ruler. Um, he fought off the Ottoman Empire. He earned his nickname because his favorite way to kill his enemies was to impale them on a wooden stake. Mm-hmm. According to legend, Vlad Dracula enjoyed dining amidst his dying victims, dipping his bread, yeah, dipping his bread in their blood. That's pretty fucked up. Mm, sauce. But uh, many people believe the story sparked from Stoker's imagination to create Count Dracula, who is also from Transylvania, sucked his victim's blood and could be killed by driving a stake through his heart. So a lot of association associations. If I could talk tonight, guys, I'm sick. So sorry, guys. But a a Drac. So (laughs) it says according to a Dracula expert. But okay, how do you become a Dracula expert? It's my fucking question. Is that how's that become your fucking? I'm an expert in Dracula. You want okay? What does this person look like? Hold on. Their name is Elizabeth Miller. I gotta look up Elizabeth Miller real quick. Okay, while you look that up, I have to tell you one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was scrolling through. God, I don't know if it was Facebook's, like, selling section or mm-hmm. it, it was it was something, and there was an ad from this guy, and I I saved it on my on. I don't know where I saved it. Maybe on my computer. And basically, he was saying that he wants to take on a mentor because he is a demonologist. Oh, shit. I'm down. And he wants to, like, train a mentor because he's getting old. Down. All these different things. But, dude, it sounded a little shady. Oh, like, no. This is kind of like I see in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fucking... You're going to disappear for three weeks and you're gonna come back in black roses. <laughs> I've seen so much shit. You're not even going to believe it. No oh, shit, right? Oh, fuck, dude. Reading's hard. It's making me lightheaded, guys. So I'm gonna keep. Probably not good. I'm just fucking. Yeah, on the way home from uh, our Area 51 trip, I got super lightheaded and just fucking felt like I was gonna pass out. But it must have been the beginning of the sickness. I was infected by the government. <laughs> they me leak secrets. Okay, but that's pretty much just talking about that. Elizabeth Miller. There's too many of them, so I don't know which one was her. But, Elizabeth Miller's the vampire expert? Yeah. Okay. This and then the next section in this website is just, are vampires real? No. Okay. That's pretty much, we know that. Real vampires? Okay, we gotta read this. 
So communities of self self-identified vampires can be found on the internet in cities and towns around the world. To avoid reckoning of vampire superstitions, most modern vampires keep themselves keep to themselves and conduct their feeding rituals, which include drinking blood of willing donors in private. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Founder. You found Interview it? with Dracula expert Elizabeth Miller. Ah, shit. Dun, dun. Oh, that, I did see that one. She looks like she would be. The, I don't know. She kind of looks like she'd be the librarian at a church. Yeah, she Elizabeth Miller. If you want to look up, if you just type in Elizabeth Miller Dracula expert, she just kind of looks like your typical old grandma. She looks polite. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for how vampires came about. Right, I'll read some of this because it sounds like she really knows. Okay. Um, Says so Doctor Miller. Um, Stated, this started to happen as the vampire migrated from folklore to literature. The 18th century reports about vampire sightings in Central and Eastern Europe um, coincide with a rising interest in Gothic literature, hmm. which makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, everybody, when Gothic literature showed up, everyone was like, man, we should just start dressing in black and <laughs> painting everything black. Um, first in Germany and later in the... And later in the century in England, the Gothic movement was part of the border period of Romanticism and its challenges to rationalism and its shift of philosophical emphasizes the subjectivity, emotion, um, intuition, and the imagination. The adoption of the figure of the vampire was ine inevitable. Appearing first as a type of demon lover in German oh. poetry, the vampire made its way to England where it was embraced by the Romantic poets and shapeshifted into a full-blown aristocrat. Um, the first That's vampire fiction... Yeah, Aristocats. See, that's one of my fucking favorite. When I seen that song and the piano's going through all the floors. I don't want to go to a party where it's fucking jamming that hard. I'm down. Let's see. The first, fam the first vampire fiction in English literature was the Vampire, V-A-M-P-Y-R-E, published in 1819. The Vampire is written by John William Polidori. What a fucking dumb name. Yeah, what a fucking white name. <laughs> Who had served as Lord Brian's personal physician for a time until disputes brought an end to the relationship. Um, John Williams Goodman. clearly modeled his vampire, Lord Ruthven, on Brian. That <laughs> along with the fact that many thought that Brian had written the story... Gave it instantly po instant popularity. It began that it was essentially a vampire craze. In the theaters of London and Paris during the 1820s, Lord Ruth Venn is the prototype of the aristocratic vampire. I got a question, though. So you're telling me that Brian survived a plane crash with only a hatchet just to write about vampires? Yeah, dude. <laughs> he went through an adventure... All of his own, by himself, surviving, Shit. only to write about the greatest vampire in that history. So he was the star of the greatest book ever written. Yeah. Damn. And then wrote the greatest book ever written. Brian's a fucking classy man. What blew my mind is he eventually did go back in wintertime and survived again. Yeah, he did. Went, he went back several times. He also went back with like a <laughs> documentary crew in the river. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking river. You know how hard I've tried to get 
a signed hatchet book for the set. Damn, if Gary Poulsen yeah. fucking signed that I shit. I can't find it. And I don't know what Gary Poulsen does anymore. Let's hit him up. Yeah. Hey, Gary. G. Pulse. Can we get a fucking signed book of hatchet? Our favorite book ever made. Yeah, it's probably the best book ever. It, I mean, it has to be. Oh, man. I wish I felt so shitty. Do you need... To die. Yeah. Yeah. This is our Halloween special. Wesley kills me live. <laughs> yeah. And then I podcast as a ghost from here on out. It'd be pretty cool. It would. You'd just be a drunk ghost all the time. If I was just... Ooh, and then you just hear stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's just like rocking. Forced. <laughs> and like, he's not being spooky. He's just drunk. <laughs> just being a little clumsy fella. Casper the clumsy ghost. <laughs> he's a drunk boy, not spooky. <laughs> He just says hurtful things. Every once in a while you hear whisper, fuck you, cunt. Like, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Can't get mad at me if I'm dead. Speaking of saying it, I, um, for those of you who listened to our book club podcast, this month's was The Shining. You said the N-word? Oh, yeah. That was fucking good old Stephen King is a whole back on writing in the N-word a bunch. Oh, damn. <laughs> it just kind of comes out of nowhere, too. And I'm like, hey. He's like that dude that wrote Huck Finn. Well, can't just call him Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it's just cut not, up, I mean. She's not going to cut it. Not in that century. <laughs> oh, shit. No way. No how. Fuck. All right. Next, we'll talk about werewolves. Werewolves? Would you rather be a werewolf or vampire? That's a good question. Yeah. If it's, like, stereotypical, like, can't go in the sun shit. That would suck. I don't know, man. Live forever, though. Yeah, that nightlife might be kind of cool, though. Yeah. It depends. Do I get to be werewolf on command, or is it only full moons? Well, and then the follow-up question is, is it werewolf that you're in control? Or is it just a fucking... Hey, That's I guess true. I'm going to eat people tonight. I just wake up. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, like in Beer Fest, he just wakes <laughs> up. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I knew the whole time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. If... Yeah, I don't know. I think probably vampire. Yeah, I think so, too. I think werewolf would be dope if you can control it. Yeah. But if it was just like once a month, you like wake up in the middle of the night, you look outside, and you're like, ah, fuck, and you start like fucking growing longer and hairy. Yeah, that might be shitty. And you just go eat everybody in your neighborhood. But if I'm in control, if I'm about to wolf out on people, like, That'd be pretty cool. if I'm just sitting there like, well, you about to get it. There's an intense scene, and you just Jacob into a fucking <laughs> ghost wolf. I'm like Teen Wolf, I join the basketball team and shit. <laughs> Damn. Dunk from the three-point line. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm gonna have to pee again soon. I just... definitely go vampire though. With yeah, me too. The things you will see. If we Tom Cruise came back, man, at the end. <laughs> God damn it! You're right. <laughs> Sympathy of the devil, baby. <laughs> um, would you if if you became a vampire, would you fucking just bite my neck for me, or is that too drain good? you? <laughs> damn, dude. <laughs> I don't want you to drain me. I'm just trying to fucking become a vampire. Oh wait, if we go by their standards, I have to. Drink my blood. Drink your blood. Yeah. Only if I can drink it from your dick. I'm gonna get AIDS first. You can become an AIDS vampire. You're immune to the AIDS, but I just am an AIDS vampire. God damn. You're gonna get Freddie Mercury. <laughs> that fucking suck. I'm eternally just dying. <laughs> it's just shitty. You shitty forever. Just in the ICU, and just every day they have to crack the blinds when it's morning. I got some more blood. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You killed me. Oh, shit. You're going to be alive forever, bud. 
Strictly feeding on the gay community. No, I'm just going to go fucking fight Magic Johnson. There you go. He's either getting cured. He's getting drank for sure. Yeah, you're getting cured. Yeah. He's a regular vamp. Yep. Fuck. All right, so back to HistoryChannel.com. So it's unclear exactly. Oh, shit, I clicked on link. Hold on. Anyways, it's unclear exactly when and where the werewolf legend originated. Originated. I said the wrong word, but some scholars believe the werewolf made its debut in the Epic of Giglamesh, the oldest known Western pro. Fucking. Anyways, turn. Oh, turn his mates into wolves. Yeah, you remember reading Gilgamesh? No, I don't. But werewolves made an early or made another early appearance in Greek mythology, which the legend of the lichen, according to the legend of the lichen, the son of Pelasigus, fucking angered the god Zeus. He served him as a wait served him a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. Zeus is a dick. As punishment, the enraged Zeus turned lichen. Oh, so homeboy fed <laughs> Zeus a boy. That's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then he turned his sons into wolves. Werewolves also emerged in early Nordic folktore. The saga of the Volsungs tells stories of the father and son who discovered wolf pelts and had the power to turn people into wolves from, for ten days. The father and son duo donned the pelts, transformed into wolves, and then went on a killing rampage in the forest. The rampage ended when the father attacked his son, Causing a lethal wound, the son has only survived because kind of a kind raven gave the father a leaf with healing powers. Well, that's fucking so gay. Dude. And then it just pretty much talks about infamous werewolves. Oh, shapeshifters. So kind of like skinwalkers. Um, yeah, so pretty much shapeshifters are another werewolf kind of thing. They're able to turn into wolves when there's a full moon. So that's kind of where that came from. It's the shapeshifters. And I like how it asks every time, are werewolves real? Obviously, no. If they were, cool. That's pretty much it for those two. And I don't know other ones. We know most of the other ones. Frankenstein, we obviously know. Frankenstein's monster. Mary Shelley. Yeah, what else? What are some other main ones? Well, here, I'll do a branch off of that. Um, This is from GAIA.com. Thanks, because I'm fucking getting tired. My voice is killing me. They do um, a paranormal unexplained section and a cryptozoology section, which brings us to their article title, Is Utah Skinwalker Ranch Home to an Unearthly Dire Wolf? I saw a thing, speaking of that, there's another movie or docu-series, I don't know, on one of Hulu, Amazon, I don't know. I was going to check it out. Mm. Just talking about that. So I'll go through this article really quick. Now, to give some backstory, we have been to Skinwalker Ranch. We've talked about it multiple times, and we have seen something at Skinwalker Ranch. What it was, we don't really know. It was well, me. Ha, ha, ha. It was for us the whole time. But if you don't know the lore of Skinwalker Why Ranch, you doing? I'll give you guys a little bit of this article. Um, it says, there isn't much in northeast Utah, which is true. Towns along Interstate 70 are a little more than restaurants and motels for wary drivers. On the easternmost state line, Sheriff Colorado is Uinta County with 4,000 some odd square miles. Every inch of the county has a reputation for being one of the strangest, most phenomenon plague spots in North America. And ground zero is Skinwalker Ranch. Tales of UFOs, Sasquatch sightings, and cattle mutilations abound. 
But for many, the eeriest stories are the giant wolf that walks on two legs. Now, we have talked about skinwalkers quite a bit. Yeah, I'll sh- uh, Bieber, I'll send you the article after the podcast. We've talked about skinwalkers quite a bit. We also have had a guest on when we did Top Shelfers podcast. Um, his name is Calford. And he told us a little bit about the history of skinwalkers um, from his Navajo background. And basically, from what I remember is for someone to become a skinwalker, they have to kill a family member. Shit. So typically, through legend and folklore, skinwalkers aren't good people. <laughs> They're not. Like witch doctors and shit. They've created, they've, they've gained the power to skinwalk through an evil deed. So some of the Skinwalker Ranch history, the earliest mentioned of an unexplained phenomenon is the region in, um, is from the late 1700s. Spanish explorers in search of the Spanish trail passed through the... Conquistadors, as we call them. Passed through the Uinta Basa, site of the future ranch, and reported seeing a craft in the sky over their campfires at night. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Always fucking... You, why, what's going on there? Well, and... Some of the craziest uh, wall paintings I've ever seen are from the early tribes and also some of the travelers where they have some, it looks like a stick figure with a bow yeah. shooting at a UFO oh, in the sky. Yeah, it's fucking and weird. It's, in, it's here in Utah, it's in Arizona, and it's in like southeastern Mexico. It's weird all the fucking <laughs> common occurring things that these shits saw. Right. Nearby Fort Duchesne was a 19th century U.S. Army fort, but is now a town. This is a reservation country. The ranch is surrounded on three sides by the Uinta or a Ute reservation. In the early 19th century, the Navajo claimed the basin and future ranch site as their own. The plentiful freshwater and prime hunter grounds were paradise to the Dine, pronounced oh, Dine, as they called themselves, but eventually the aggressive Ute attacked selling the Dine to the Spanish as slaves and claiming <laughs> the sweet water and game as their own. Sweet the Dine retaliated with a curse in the form of a spirit that could shapeshift from wolf to human to anything it wanted, a skinwalker. From that point on, Native people deemed the Unibase as unholy ground. What's interesting, so there's a different folklore right yeah. there. Uh, what is a skinwalker? Indigenous people wouldn't ask the question. They wouldn't even say the word in fear of attracting one. A skinwalker... <laughs> is one of several variations of Navajo witch. Navajo witches represent the... the... They worded that weird. Navajo witches represent the evil of Navajo culture, seen as uh, people who manipulate magic in a provision of good works that medicine men and women usually perform. Legends say that a skinwalker is a medicine man or woman who committed a terrible act such as killing a relative to gain supernatural powers. Look at it. fucking remembering shit. Hey, big asshole. Um, now, the big thing there is the dire wolf of skinwalker, skinwalker Ranch. In the case of the Skinwalker Ranch, the unusual wolfish canine seems to be the spirit's preferred manifestation. Wasn't well, there like a fucking big ass bear there? Yeah. Bunch of things there. I don't know how or why. <laughs> Sweet. Um, described, as a, described as a huge wolf, the creature has traits that observed say are not normal, such as walking upright, running on all fours with an erratic, crooked gait, a ricked back, and um, approaching humans in broad daylight, which is rare for big wolf boy. Yeah, it's fucking weird too. 
fucking homeboy got his ear cut off in Game of Thrones. What? Was, was, was homeboy's wolf's name the white one? Uh, ghost? Ghost, yeah. Ghost is just chilling out there. That'd be cool. He got sick of fighting White Walkers. He's like, I need something to do now. Let's go harass people. Right. Ever since Jon Snow that two seasons. And yeah, Jon Snow's an asshole. He just fucking abandoned him. Yeah. Just to go live at the Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, researchers <laughs> who analyze drawings of photos of creatures say it most closely represents the extinct direwolf. Was direwolf a real thing? Yeah. Kind of megalodon. Some of the other things that I've seen there. Um, Phantom dogs and hyenas. Hyenas? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Um, orbs lure. There's lots of orbs yeah. out there. They say some orbs will travel close to the ground. They look like big balls of electricity. Um, <laughs> UFO sightings and different things like that. So, Skinwalker Ranch, if you're in Utah, it's definitely a site to go check out. There's a lot of fucking oil rigs now. Yeah, Seems like anywhere there's Indian reservations, there's oil rigs. Yeah, it's definitely changed. When we first went up there like six or seven years ago, it was quiet. It was still super small and no one was out there. Now, yeah, and it was just like little barricades. Now there's like front security shit. It's a museum now because Mark Bigelow sold it. Yeah, he did. You can actually go into Skinwalker Ranch during the day. That'd be pretty cool. We could go film out there. Yeah, we could. Like go during the day, like leave in the morning one day and then... Yeah. Just go to the museum and make a video out in the field. That'd be cool. Because they would let us. We'd just be like, hey, can we go make a video talking about the history? Yeah. Hey, dope. I'll be down. Mark Bigelow replied to my tweets, you stupid old man. You piece of shit, Come motherfucker. Down break your fucking legs. Yeah, break your fucking knees and fly that away, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up and kidnaps us. Yeah, fucking shoots us into space. All right, so. <laughs> We're like Elon Musk's car. You're right. So. Before I start my little essay topic here of Black Eyed Kids, I want to preface by saying I don't believe it at all. Yeah, it's fucking dope. I really don't. And I don't They're know... cool fucking stories, but that's pretty much it. And I don't know why, A, why people are so scared of it, and B, why it's gaining such popularity now. I, I really it's don't. It's because that one dude... The very first story we listen to that podcast. Yeah, I talk about him for sure. Yeah, he he's showing back up. I don't know whether it's podcasting's getting back like big, bringing shit like this back up. Yeah, because he's been on like a hundred now. He's on yeah. every like all the main paranormal ones. I'm like, <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna read it and then we can stop and discuss what we want. And this is my words. I'm just using my phone as a reference guide. I know I do read some articles, but I'm trying to write my own stuff now. So black-eyed children, or kids, uh, B-E-K as they like to call it, (laughs) are a contemporary legend where people claim to see paranormal creatures cloaked as children from a wide range of age, um, as young as five, up to some people seeing uh, teenagers, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, some have claimed. Um, They have pale white skin and black eyes. And what I mean by black eyes is not just pupils black or the iris is black like your whole eyeball is black like fucking hobson does he have black eyes or is it his friend hobson i don't know (laughs) um they are typically like through all the stories and research people usually see these black-eyed kids panhandling hitchhiking (laughs) or even some stories have them coming straight to your front door and knocking on it 
asking if they could come in and use your phone. <laughs> it's like a story made up to not help like teenagers and kids in need. If you see a fucking kid panhandling or asking for help, don't fucking help them. Don't help them. Their buddies paranormal. Right? Um, the history of the black-eyed children, black-eyed kids, seem to be as cloudy as their eyes. Um, some sources claim the legend goes all the way back to the 1800s in early America. Um, the stories in the late 1980s of black-eyed kids being spotted on the side of the roads panhandling and asking people to get in their car. But the most renowned and believable, quote-unquote, I don't believe, but people believe, is the story that comes to us from Brian Bethel in 1996. It's the most famous one. He's, you know, like we are saying, he's on every podcast. Right. It's what kind of sparked the whole fucking thing. And I'll go through his... Now, I will give credit to Brian about one thing. Fake or not, he is very consistent with his story. Yeah. You know, some of these guys who come up or have these experiences or come up with these stories... Details change. Details change over the years. He's been saying the same exact thing since he hopped on messages messaging boards back in like the early night or the late 90s yeah he's been saying the same stuff so on a spring or summer evening in albany texas brian bethel was making his way to pay some bills and at the some office of some sort on the north first street albany texas he was sat in his car in front of some local movie theaters finishing up some bills to drop off at the office and out of what seemed nowhere, two boys aged 9 to 12, somewhere in that range, came knocking at his window. The boys, as he described them, were a lot somewhat... Of sound effects like that one. Yeah. Were a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, olive-skinned, curly-headed young man, and a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled young man. A little ginge. A little ginge. The boys wore hooded pullovers... The first boy explained that the two of them had come to watch a premiere of Mortal Kombat. We're here to watch Mortal Kombat. At the theater, but had forgotten their money in their mother's house. They, therefore, requested a ride to their mother's house to fetch their money and to get back to the... And then also come back to the theater with Brian. Um, let's see. All the while the conversation ensued, Brian was consumed by an irrational fear. Now, he states that he can't explain the fear. He just says something seemed off. Like, he was scared. He was terrified of the fact that these kids were even there. Yeah. He didn't see them coming up, I guess. Or he didn't... Maybe they just jump-scared him and, like, his adrenaline was pumping from that. Um, the boy tried to convince Brian with insurances like it would take long. Hayes. What? <sighs> it wouldn't take long. It wouldn't... It wasn't a far drive. They were just two little kids. They didn't have a gun or anything, which I think is a weird thing to point out that they said. Yeah, just... Then we don't have a gun, but uh, Bethel subconsciously reached out to open his car door when he suddenly broke when he suddenly broke his vision of the boy and came to notice his cold black eyes. Eyes he described as the sort of eyes one sees these days on alien or bargain basement vampires on the late night television. <laughs> Soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless night. That's a direct quote from him. Trying to keep his behavior normal, Bethel muttered a few excuses, pulled at, pulled at the gear, and rushed away with his car. As he stated, or as he stared at the rearview mirror, he found that the children had just vanished within seconds, apparently. Um, Brian's incident had allegedly taken place from 9.30 to 10 p.m. that night. Um, an incident he could never forget. Bethel, or Brian Bethel began 
sending private emails to a trusted few about his experience, but soon his story spread like wildfire on the internet. Thus, the personal experience of his famed journalist was soon shared by thousands of others, some legit, some fake, but enough the BEKs, Black Eyed Kids, to be regarded as a modern paranormal phenomenon. So what's a common thing that I've heard, and he um, addresses it. By the way, what's up, Miles? Thanks for stopping by. Let's continue. But uh, what he addresses, I believe he was a writer of some yeah, sort. Yeah, he was a journalist. Yeah, and so a lot of people, which could be or could not be, who knows, um, say he did this whole thing to help, you know, get his name out there as a journalist. And if you listen to some other podcasts about it, they ask him, like, did this help your journalism career? And he said, no, like. I'm pretty sure. I think he was saying, like, no, it made it worse, obviously, because no one. But now that he's so big, it's definitely, you know, going to help him. But I think he was saying at first, like, no one took him serious as a journalist. But it's fucking genius if it if he is, whether or not he's making this up. But if he is, like, it works. You know what they say, though? Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, yeah. So if it, it worked, like, his name's fucking huge now. Well, and Brian Bethel went from someone who was probably just... Because he worked on a newspaper, which I've talked, I talk about a little bit more. He was a, he had some weird title, but he went from just being a nobody on that newscast to someone who's big. been on oh, yeah, hundreds of podcasts, some of the biggest podcasts in the world, talk shows, internet articles. I mean, every single paranormal website has written about him or written about him yeah. at some point in time. I mean. I mean, a lot of people claim that this is the first ever creepypasta. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, creepypastas, 90% are fiction, 10% are nonfiction. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So some of the re- some of the stuff that I wrote down, researching more, um, there is zero evidence besides eyewitness accounts of black-eyed children and one famous story from someone who wrote and still is currently involved in some sort of journalism. There's also no credible evidence on video. Everything that I found seems obviously doctored and edited. I just... And has there been anything recently since smartphones and camera phones are a thing where you could easily just take a picture? Oh, video. Video and pictures. Well, I mean, has there been a thing? Like, is there common? I don't know. Like, is there still stories? Yes. There is? Stories are popping up more than ever. Oh, I bet. So we listen to... What's that podcast? Fuck, let me hear and look it up so we can quote. Yeah, look it up. So they're a great podcast for paranormal. They do their work. They do their research, have some funny little background noises. But they had a call in or they reached out. Astonishing Legends. Yeah, Astonishing Legends. Um, They had a call in or they interviewed this lady who lived in Arizona or New Mexico or something like that. And she told about an incident where she was coming home late from work and when she walked inside her door of her house she was trying to be quiet so she didn't wake up her family or dogs or some shit and she immediately heard a knock at the door and when she went back and opened the door she saw this girl that was pushing like a crib she was like barefoot or something she was barefoot and she was asking if she could come in and use their phone to contact somebody um, the girl, same thing as Brian, felt this irrational fear, like wanted, like almost let him come in, but then like came to and said, no, like you're not allowed in. And then closed the door on him, like her family woke up or whatever. She went to go show, like point out someone was at the door. 
opened the door, no one was there. She walked out in the street, nobody's there. It seems like a lot of them talk about they almost are in some sort of trance when they see it. Yeah, them. like a that's a common thing. Like almost. a visual trance, like you're almost enticed. To... Like they're yeah, like you're. A lot of people say they're like right about to let them in or help them, and then like oh shit, nope. Now, obviously, being skeptical, I I don't buy this, but if it is something that's going on, it is consistent across yeah. the board. Yeah, if people are just making this shit up, they're doing the research to make this shit up. Yeah, so you, you depending on which route, which route you want to go, either you believe people are having these experiences and they're all unique in that what they're seeing is always different. Like the kids, it's not the same kid. Yeah. It's not the same grouping. It's not the same age ranges, but it's the same idea. It's, it's yeah. one to five kids asking you to help them in a situation where they're trying to get you alone. So a lot of these stories are smart enough that they're making it up to stay consistent with the other stories. So right. it seems more believable. Or if you b- want to believe them, whatever this paranormal entity is, has an agenda and is trying to accomplish it. Yeah, I want to know a story from where they let the fucking kids in. I couldn't, well, I couldn't find one that was... Because they're mentioning. fucking dead. That's what, yeah, 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 exactly. They got got. Um, Brian tells his story very accurately across many podcasts and interviews, and I'm inclined. I am truly inclined to believe um, that what he is telling did occur to him in some fashion. But whether it's something paranormal is up for debate. Um, some things that I maybe think maybe there is bad lighting, so that's why he. If it was at nine thirty or ten at night, the only lighting that he's gonna have is he's maybe fucking poles. hates kids. He says outside a movie theater too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe just weird movie theater lighting yeah maybe there was weird lighting so that's why he thought he saw um weird eyes maybe it was sick um or maybe even a way for him to not look like an ass in this small town that he lives in because he's mentioned that the small town was like very community-based everybody knew each other maybe he just wrote this because he didn't want to look like an asshole by not helping two small kids yeah (laughs) um fuck them kids now a note is nowhere did I find him looking in the city for the kids or any families coming forward saying that it was their kids. And I find that <laughs> it's a small town. Then people are like, you know, I have a little redhead kid. But that goes both ways, right? So if there isn't these kids, these aren't someone's kids. Does that make this more credible, or does this make it more fake on both sides? Right? It could go either way. Um, maybe the point. Maybe that points towards fact. Maybe the incident was. So minuscule that it was never worth mentioning in the town. Maybe people were like, oh, he just didn't fucking This fucking idiot. Um, Now, the specific date is mentioned that it was sometime in the summer or fall. And it's mentioned every single time that it was two kids going to see Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Now. (laughs) That movie's fucking wild. It is. We can talk about that in a minute. Is it it too far-fetched that it was two boys potentially dressed up in Halloween costumes if it was in the fall? To go see the greatest fighting movie of any And generation. wasn't, so I don't know, I can't really, I kind of remember the story. Wasn't the movie already started or something? That's why he was suspicious of it? Maybe. Or something I, like I that. Like, that. I th- if I can remember right, he was talking about, like, the movie had already started, so why would they want to go get money and come back to a movie? Oh, right, right, That's yeah. already kind of halfway over. Now, keep in mind, people, nerds did exist in the 90s, and so did bad movies, bad clothes, and makeup. So it's not far fetched. Yeah, that that maybe these kids were just dressed up going to see fucking shit. Yeah. 
Black Eyed Kids on <clears throat> YouTube. Right. Now, off the subject of Brian, because I, I truly think, I don't think any of the stories that have been brought up from the 1800s actually happened in the 1800s. I think that's just people trying to make this lore bigger and history bigger. Um, there has been a surplus of stories involving the black eyed, black eyed kids in the past 10 years. Some stories range from other kids going up to cars, asking for rides, panhandlers asking for money and a place to stay, even children going to the doors. Um, of innocent residents asking to use their phone to call someone. <laughs> According to the stories, everyone allows or everyone always has the immediate fear that they can't explain, which we talked about. Like there's just, it seems like every single story I read, they take from Brian's book or Brian's story where right as he was reaching for the door, he just felt this irrational fear. And everyone always talks about like this irrational fear. And then it like clicks in their brain to look at them more and realize that their eyes are you know fucked up that they're pitch black and seems like normal what it is is a lot of people making up stories to justify why they didn't help children right (laughs) um but they always refuse to help these kids um which i do think i don't know something's gonna happen to you now you're gonna see a black eyed kid no one's gonna believe are you gonna let them in or no yeah i'm gonna let them in so you guys hear if fucking west disappears he helps some black-eyed kids. Right. I do think, too, another another common factor is in a lot of these stories is that these kids, that these black-eyed kids always, if your initial response is, no, I won't help you, they like to ensure you that they're, that they're decent. Mm-hmm. They're not going to hurt you. They aren't going to rob you. <laughs> they're not going to do anything that's going to put you in a bad situation yeah but i just okay i'm going to read you guys one more story now i did want to make this a two-part one where part one i give the brian bethel story and kind of our opinions and then part two maybe next week depending on if people actually give a fuck about this or not (laughs) um i'll come out with i'll read you guys more accounts of people um having experiences with this now this one (laughs) this one goes a little bit against the norm it seems like of the black eyed kids and is a very unique story that seems a little bit more realistic it's not so detailed that it seems fake yeah like someone wrote it yeah it doesn't seem like like a writer is fucking making it up so i'm inclined that this guy maybe did have a weird experience but he just Maybe he had this experience, went online and found this website that I was on and just wrote it saying, maybe you guys have experienced it. Um, This man did remain anonymous, which sometimes is good, sometimes is bad. He goes, I was riding the bus back home after work. It was about 1 a.m. I'm a security guard and I often work odd hours. So I'm sitting there and this guy gets on, sits across from me. He was wearing a suit, had a briefcase, regular-looking guy in his 20s. What struck me about him at first was that he was chewing a cigar, not smoking it. What the fuck? You can't smoke on the bus, so I was just looking at him while... Just chewing. That's very common. Really? Chewing cigars? Yeah. It's like chewing tobacco. It's like chewing. Oh, it makes sense. But fuck. Yeah. It's the funniest season. A guy pulls out a cigar, goes to light him, and just... Like a carrot. <laughs> Um, so I was just looking at him while he stared out the window and chewed his cigar. 
All of a sudden, he turned and looked at me. His eyes were pitch black, just as you described. And he says, just as you described, because this where I found the story was a message board of people talking about having these experiences. My heart started beating like mad, like a mad motherfucker, and I felt my gorge rising. I was starting to panic, and I had no idea why. I was just pants-shittingly terrified of this guy. Then he grinned at me, and his teeth were all covered in tobacco bits and brown juice. <laughs> the cigar clamped between them. I almost screamed, by, but instead I had the presence of mind to just get up and take the seat right behind the driver. I calmed down a bit after that, but I kept an eye on the guy. He ended up chatting with some girl that got on. And they were still talking when I got off. I later convinced myself he was just trolling me, having fun with the pair of contacts. Now I wonder, what's your thoughts? Um, give me my give my closing thoughts for part one. Okay, so that's the other thing that we have to take into consideration <laughs> here. Maybe not in 1996 because trolling wasn't. Yeah. I mean, people still. It's just like a fucking other. crazy dude. Like. Yeah, I mean, unless people are just weirdos, like. We'll fuck with you just for. Well, we we can get fucking those black contacts, the full ones, and have like the exact image that some of the pictures have. I should go do it. Yeah. Maybe people will start telling stories about me. Maybe. And it's just me, and I'm just super creepy. Like, hey, sir. Hey. Do you think I could get a ride? Do you have a couple quarters? (laughs) Do you got somewhere I could stay? Do you mind if I come inside and use your cell phone? Yeah. I want to fucking cut Please, you. sir. Please, sir. Can I have another portion of soup? Can I have some cock, please? Some cock for you and me? <laughs> no, I, I really don't. It sucks, too, because I was getting hyped for this. Because yeah, yeah. I haven't really done much research on black-eyed kids. And when we first announced we were going to do this like a couple months ago, a lot of people seemed interested in it. And a lot of people were like, oh, that shit's scary. Like, that shit's weird. But after doing the research, it's just I put this in the same exact category as Sasquatch, and the same exact category as Nessie, and the same uh-huh. exact category as whatever else you want to put in there. <laughs> it just seems... all of them, all these fucking cryptid shits are the same, but they're cool. It seems like a new age creature that got it. Like it, it's new, like. The rake is new, or yeah. it's new like Slenderman's new. It's a great story. That's what I'm just interested in these things because I don't. Know, I like this creepy, paranormal, spooky shit. Yeah. Whether or not I believe it, it's still. It's still up to like. The only thing that I believe in a hundred percent is aliens. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Outside of that, they I out just, here, man. I just don't know, and like the whole idea of having this black-eyed kids thing, what's I'm trying to put myself in the spot of if I believe this 100%. Maybe it's some sort of demon who can manifest itself into what we as humans find the most innocent, right? Which is kids. Yeah. You know, what are you more inclined to help small kids as Definitely. a human or are you more inclined to help adults, right? Yeah, if it's like a fucking like older man asking for help and he's got black eyes, you're like, this fucking Fuck weirdo. Method. But if it's a child, you're like, yeah, maybe I'll help him. Now see if it, it makes sense if it is some sort of spooky, scary spooky. Maybe you know, of course you're gonna help a child over. Right. And maybe if this is real, the reason why we haven't heard any stories of people letting him in is maybe they got got. Maybe they got got. <laughs> maybe they let him in, and maybe it is something that. And now they're black eyed children themselves. Maybe. Man, maybe it's like vampires. 
you let them in, you become a black guy children. And the only way to become a man again. So you have to get someone else. Yeah, you gotta just carry on the you fucking. get got. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you come back. Like, man, you were disappeared for like two years. Like, fucking no one would help me. Yeah, it fucking sucked. <laughs> Everyone just wanted to dick around. They made up stories on me. I just want to fucking. They put me on Reddit. <laughs> I just. You know, and maybe. Maybe if these demons were smart, if they really wanted to go this route, they would just. If they really wanted to get millennials, just turn into a dog. Yeah. Every yeah. single person would help a dog. It's just a limping pup. Yeah. <laughs> if I went outside and there was a corgi with black eyes, I'm bringing that bitch yeah, in. And he's just limping outside. I'm like, come on, And then I'll let you right in. Yeah. I'll get you food. You can fucking have my soul. <laughs> yeah. You little cute guy. Poor little pup. Call you black eyed boy. Like, come on. Damn. If you are a demon. I just, at the end of the day, I, I just have to lock it back up to the same shit as everything else. I, mm-hmm. Fiction story, really well done. Enough detail to, like, at least Brian's story, enough detail to get you hooked and believe them. But not too much detail where it's fucking written. Yeah, it's written. I, I do believe that, I, I, I don't want to say 100%, I'm 50-50. I think maybe he did have something happen to him. But I think he turned an incident that maybe was kind of weird into something that it's not. Yeah. And I can't fault him for that. Yeah. And I would love to talk to him in person. Because you can really get a lot more with people when you talk to him in person. Yeah. You know, we've had some people on here where we could tell they were just straight bullshitting right from the Mm -hmm. (laughs) get-go. Which is fine. You know, it's totally cool. If you want to... You know, tell stories to make yourself look a little bit cooler. Just remember, you don't got to lie to kick it. <laughs> yeah, don't got to lie to kick it. <laughs> you know, it's it's not hard, but I don't know. you have any other opinions on it? I'm pretty much the same thing as you. It's fucking, I think it's cool just because it's spooky and I like the spooky shit, the weird. It's, it's fucking Halloween time. I like listening to this kind of thing. But I don't know. I don't really believe it too much either because it's fucking dumb. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of dumb. It's it's weird, but you know it's weird. There's so many stories and they have common things, but I think it's there's also a lot of Bigfoot stories and they all have common things too. So true, true. And I definitely <coughs> in 2019, everyone's got a phone, mm-hmm. and that's our robotic attachment to us. You know, you're telling me that not one person really has true visual evidence of a black eyed kid mm-hmm. or a Sasquatch or anything. There's one that I'm going to talk about next week. It's not a very known cryptid, but there's this thing called the Northern Frogman. and Gave well, some traction. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard, kind of hard to find stories about it. There's not much, but what it is is pretty weird. But, yeah, I'll talk about that more next week. It's fucking... Yeah, it's... It's North, a weird one. Northern it's another Frogman. one that, like, if you're into that cryptozoology, it's really going to start breaking some barriers. Kind of like... um. Fuck, what's that dog in Mexico? The chupacabra. Chupacabra, stuff like that. Or the fucking dog men. Yeah. Modern werewolves. Because if you look up actual chupacabra pictures, it's kind of weird. Like these weird, they kind of look like frog things themselves, but that's what it kind of sounds like. But, you know, northern frogmen, they seem to be in high altitude areas or cold areas, which is strange. But, yeah, so I'm going to talk about the northern frogmen probably next week or the week after. I just got to do more research because it's a little tough one to find stuff on, but I'll tell you guys about that one. 
Yeah, I'm torn between a couple subjects that I'm going to do for next week. I think that... I don't know. I kind of want to do research some stuff on that 404 kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kids. Missing 401. Yeah, I find that stuff interesting. Yeah, that one's weird because that one's actually obviously true. Yeah. That this shit's happening to these kids. It's just like there's so many things that could be whether, you know, fucking sex traffickers, you know, human traffickers or some sort of, you know, paranormal because ufo hotspots where they abduct yeah because there's one i can't find it anywhere i listened to it on youtube and i don't know if you listen to it with me i've told you about it it's just weird they see this they saw like a kind of, i don't know kind of sound like a bigfoot kind of thing but some sort of creature carrying a child and running yeah. right after one of the actual missing kids was you know reported missing in the area but the yeah. one that blew my mind and for those of you who don't know what this is there are groups or sections across America. It's like in national forests. Yeah. And it's always near mines for some reason. Yeah, where kids go missing, yeah. like, very often. It very could, yeah, ages from small children seems to be a lot. But recently, a lot of the people going missing is um, college kids, yeah. which is more, you know, why you think human traffickers. Right. But the one that blew my mind the most is when we were listening here where the one kid was, like, four or five. Oh, and yeah. walked through that whole entire forest within a day. Yeah. And then what's his butt? One of those Survivor Man guys. Yeah, Survivor Man. Him. Like, he's like, there's no way. Like, he wouldn't have been able to do it. Like, Survivor Man, it took him, like, two days, and he was exhausted. Yeah. And this little kid did it in a night. And, like, we're talking, like, he was trekking over ginormous mountains and ridges and stuff. And he, I don't know, people. It, know, wasn't it, like, again. raining, freezing cold, yeah, too? Yeah, it was freezing cold. He, and he hiked. They like... found him just in his jeans and T-shirt. Yeah. That one was weird as shit. Yeah, that is weird. And then the other one where the kid went missing and then I can't remember, the case got reopened or something and they hiked a spot where everyone had hiked right. and they found like his shoes wasn't his shoes and they were perfect condition or yeah. one shoe, perfect condition. And then they found the top half of his skull and right. like teeth and that's it. It's weird stuff. Yeah. But I mean, if you guys are interested in that, we could... That one's one of the ones where we could probably do three or four parts. Yeah, because there's so much. And, there's tons and tons. And it's of, so weird. But there's lots of stuff coming up. I mean, I got lists of a whole bunch of cool shit. Yeah, I got stuff. other stuff too that I wanted to talk about, but those are later episodes. Yeah. So if you guys are interested, make sure to hit us up on all our social medias. If you're listening to this on Podbean, um, hey, we don't talk about you guys a lot. <coughs> yeah, what's you're, up? You're cute, and I like you, and... You could see our faces live if you want, YouTube or wherever. Uh, we're gonna be I'm gonna be doing some updates, some clips for our YouTube, some condensed versions of this. Um, Book Club Podcast, The Shining. That's gonna happen on the nineteenth this month. Um, yeah. We'll do another like Chubb and Bones where me and Wes just bullshit and don't yeah. have any topics, we just fuck around. Yeah, we'll definitely go back. We'll have those least once a month yeah that's good for just good to have that on yeah uh yeah i wish yeah. i wasn't sick this time but yeah it was good for it's flu season so <laughs> that's bound to happen fucking bullshit because i feel so shitty <laughs> all right guys thank you for watching um have a good day make sure to stay weird because you know and thanks for the bits goggles we didn't see that oh yeah everyone have a good night laters